Crypto curious, keep an open mind, enjoy the conversation, and stay cryptocurrent. Now, here's your host, Richard Carthon. Today's podcast is brought to you by meme.com for explorers of fine memes and trends. You can use meme coin to build your portfolio and sponsor your favorite memes. You can earn rewards for supporting the best performing memes and trends. You can venture out into the internet and collect evidence of noteworthy trends. If approved by the Meme Council, you will earn meme coins. For more information on this, please go to meme.com. Again, that is meme.com. And now for today's episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Cryptocurrent. Your host here, Richard Carthon. And today I got a guest all the way out in Sweden, working on a really cool project with an amazing domain name that I don't know how you got it, but power to you. We have Johan with meme.com. How are you doing today? Excellent. How are you? Happy to be here. Oh man, great. A lot to unpack. You are doing a lot. You've been in the NFT space for a moment. A lot of questions I want to ask in that regard, but I first want to learn more about you. Can you give us some background on yourself? I started companies since high school, basically. This is my third startup. I've been in sort of online media, online content since those early days. My most successful company prior to to crypto was a publisher and ad tech company that cross-promoted content between websites, basically. So we grew that team from three people to over 50 people in around three years. So that was a great, great experience. And then in 16, I got really into crypto. So initially, we started experimenting in-house with different business models at my last company, where we tried to combine crypto and sort of advertising and attention and so on. But publishers and advertisers didn't want anything to do with crypto, we quickly learned. But then in late 17, NFTs came along and then sort of the initial idea behind Marvel cards were born when you have one NFT for each unique content on the web, each URL on the web. Man, that's that's pretty incredible. I mean, I always love talking with entrepreneurs and just hearing their, their backgrounds and all the things it sounds like that you previously worked on is kind of, propelled you forward to be able to take on the endeavor of meme.com. I first want to just spend some time on, you know, you, you said you first, I believe, got into crypto roughly around 16, 17. What was that first introduction? Like, how did you first hear about it? And like, what made you say like, wow, I want to go see how I can go create this company utilizing this? I'd heard about Bitcoin way before I tried to buy it initially, but it didn't succeed. But then I heard a podcast in 16 where they talked about Ethereum and sort of how you could use, this was around when the ERC-20 just came out. So how people were using these tokens is effectively giving out future value to the early early users and early contributors and so on. And as somebody who's who's built you know a lot of projects, having that superpower, which I thought it was to be able to give give things to your early users for providing value, that was something super powerful. So after that, I was hooked and could could think of little else from that right. on. Right, which I mean in in. It's cool that that was that first entry point when you when you heard about Ethereum and the NFTs because you went straight into Marble.Cards, one of the first big NFT projects in the space, you know, kind of ahead of your time, if you will, in preparation for what's going on now. Can you kind of just walk us through a little bit more of like that concept 
and then how it was able, you're able to take that and kind of evolve it into what is now becoming meme.com. Yes. So Marble is an attempt to give a new way to curate information on the web, basically. So we wanted one to have people have a closer attachment to things they share, things they promote or amplify, and then also use crypto incentives to rank that content. So that is what we have been experimenting around since since 18, basically. Can we build a platform that both gets people attached to content and then also is able to rank those cards around different areas so we can see what are the best cards and the best URLs at this moment. And we've been fairly successful in doing that. We have over 100,000 NFTs, 110,000 NFTs created up until now. And where people rank cards, we have around 3 million votes or something. So it's a lot of data, a lot of usage so far. But we also felt that potentially there was something missing in terms of how you value the content and the trends. And that's when we initially started thinking about something called hashtag markets which effectively would be, well, we have the cards, they're NFTs, that would also have some kind of fungible token layer. And then the idea was that anyone can create a hashtag market by specifying the hashtag and then a, a bonding curve, a fungible market is basically created where people can buy in and out of this thing based on how they perceive the value of that meme or that trend or whatever it is. Right. And so yeah, down that path we went in late last year, started conceptualizing it and now landed in what is meme.com. Hopefully we'll launch in, in around one month, but people yeah. will be able to invest in memes. Basically. I love that context because it provides a lot of background into essentially showing what, what meme.com is. And for all those who are listening right now, when you go and check out the website, really cool. The, I mean, the media thing you're going to see is basically on the website is all of these paintings with these memes that a lot of us know, right? And the, the meme economy is something that's very real, so much so that you, you see things like Dogecoin that have taken on a ton of, of value and, and, and even a lot of these other NFTs, right, where these memes are originally made, but then are used a million times a lot of different ways, but they don't necessarily get the value of the, orig the originator who created that first one before it all broke out. It sounds like that y'all are trying to help create that origination so that as it is used more and more over time that people can get their due feel, get their compensation and whatnot, but I'll, I'll let you kind of explain a little bit more, but that was kind of my first take at it. It's correct. So the creators are obviously important and we want them to, to be able to be rewarded on this platform in a number of different ways. There will be fees allocated to the original creator and, and other things. That said, we're also firmly believers in that for a meme to take, to take shape and become popular, it needs to be remixed thousands and thousands of times and shared by you know, millions of people and so on. And those people should also get something back for you know pushing something that later becomes a huge thing so both creators and people who contribute and share and stuff should be able to benefit from this if we look at you mentioned dogecoin we think it's a super interesting trend also with the later meme coins even though that was kind of like a wild west thing but there's a, a seed of something that i think is very interesting and that is investing almost as entertainment. I mean, we see it with stocks like GameStop and AMC and stuff, where we think that potentially there will be, people will be drawn to a platform that can provide both entertainment and investing as a sort of combination. So that is something we will dig deeper into and try to unpack. As you should, man. Like I, I can already see your mind works uniquely in the sense of finding a, a market opportunity that hasn't necessarily been 
blended in quite the way that's been seen yet, but exploring it in a way that can be expanded on and and have growth possibilities and like what bigger growth opportunity than memes culture right now like that that is our generation right now we we are all flocking to memes it doesn't matter if you are a millennial gen z a boomer doesn't matter everyone knows what they are now and so it's a very unique opportunity in a, in a lot of ways so for people who are looking to potentially come on your platform you know what are some of the ways that are reasons why I would come and create an account and, and start to put some of my content on meme.com. I think there are a few different like use, user types. One is obviously if you believe in the concept of a meme market and, and, and that memes can have this type of value and, and speculative value, then as a speculator, you come in and pick your best memes. I think these are going to be around for a long time. I put some money into this and hope that you know my prediction will turn out to be true. As a content creator... So the fees in, in the different markets and from the platform, they are allocated to the people who can produce the best content for each market. So all fees from the Pepe market, for example, goes in part to a pool where that will be allocated to the best content created by that, that community. And then the coin holders vote on, on which should become an NFT, which is sent out to the, to the holders, and then the creator is rewarded. So I think if you if you like memes, if you love memes, if you're good at creating them and you want to like experiment with this this thing that we're building, then you should totally get on here and, and start creating some some awesome memes and submitting them. No doubt. And, and something else I actually want to bring up that I originally didn't think of, but it makes a ton of sense. And even some of my friends I know who don't come up with the original meme, but will reframe it. And then like that one takes off. Can you kind of talk through how that kind of system works? Because like, I already know there's plenty of people who can like go and, and see something hilarious and then put their own twist on it. And like, it's even more hilarious, if you will. So can you kind of just talk through like how that work track kind of goes? Yeah. So like at the top, you have the original meme. So it's Pepe, for example. That is the fungible market. And then underneath, you have a bunch of different NFTs and memes and content and stuff. And those can be remixes, they could be marble cards, they could be NFTs from other platforms and so on. It's up to the community to decide which ones do they like best, which ones do they want to amplify. And then we also measure the popularity of that content on the web as well. So we look at social media shares and how much that image is shared and so on to determine what, it, what is the best stuff, basically, and then try to reward that accordingly. Which sounds very cool and definitely something I'm looking forward to get involved in. It's it's always fun to be able to put your own spin on something and also just come up with your own meme. So definitely going to check that out. And I know that originally Marble Cards actually came out before meme.com, but there's a way that you're going to be able to reincorporate it back into meme.com. Can you kind of walk through what that relationship looks like? Yes. So Marble Cards were always a good way, a good proof of discovery. Basically, I, I found this URL, this tweet or this YouTube video or, or something. I was the first one to to marble it, to bookmark it, basically, using the service on-chain. So on meme.com, it should be the place you go to, okay, I want to I, I want to know more about this meme. For example, hide the pain Harold. let's take that as an example. I want to know more about that meme. So I go there, there will be info and, you know, stories and stuff, and then there will be content recommendations, okay, this origin stories and maybe know your meme page, Wikipedia, blah, blah, blah. And then you're able to pin a marble card. If I was the one who, just, who marbled this important piece of content for Harold, then I can pin that there and generate some rewards 
based on that if Harold is a popular meme. So it's a way to show that you were early in discovering important content for a specific meme. Hey, CryptoCurrent crew, if you want more ways to engage with us outside of the show, come and join us over on Clubhouse, the new app on iOS and coming soon to Android. On Clubhouse, we're bringing you brand new content every single week in a very fun and engaging way so that you can have conversations with us live. That's right, live. Talk to us, some great special guests, and you can join Richard and I every single week for a brand new conversation during our show, Let's Talk Crypto at 8 p.m. Eastern. You can find me at my handle, at Stephen Miller. That's Stephen with a V, Miller. And Richard, what's your handle? R Carthon, C-A-R-T-H-O-N. And starting next week, you can also find us by joining our group. That's right. Search us at CryptoCurrent on Clubhouse and you'll find our group. Join up because every single week, Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, we'll have a brand new session for you. Yeah, no, that's cool. And and that makes a lot of sense. Being able to bookmark that and getting the credit for like finding all this information and even come out in a way where it makes sense that some new person can come and use all of these resources in a very quick fashion. That sounds very unique. And again, kudos to you all for figuring this out. I'm very excited for this launch. And I mean, if you're able to kind of tease up some more of the things that are coming out on meme.com, like what are some of the things on the roadmap that people are going to be very excited about? So we're looking into creating some GAN GAN art, effectively looking at a bunch of different, I mean, having the computer look at a bunch of different images for a meme and try to generate art, computer-generated art based on that, we can, which we can then use as in-part content for the NFTs and so on that, that is rewarded to the contributors. We also have some more advanced creator features coming up where you will be able to effectively sign NFTs on the platform and take part in everything that they generate. So if I Say I marble a one of your things on Spotify, one of your podcasts on Spotify, and then that turns out to be popular. You can verify it by uh, I can send you a bid, and you verify it, and then if it does well, then both you and I will get a share of of, of those profits. Other than that, I mean, it's now at least the rest of this year full focus will be on getting the meme markets up and running. It will likely be a step by step rollout. So initially, we'll have maybe five, ten markets the top memes. And then next test will be 10 more. And then we open up so anybody can create any market after that. So we'll be like step by step to see how things work out basically. Yeah. And that's and that's super incredible. If someone is interested in being one of those first markets, is there a way that they can either sign up for this or find a way to get involved? They should join our Discord and just you know hang out and ask questions and, and show interest. We have a very tight community there who all help out. It's amazing to see we're now at least 20, if not more, people from the community who are actively contributing in different ways. So it's awesome to see. So yeah, definitely join there. Awesome. Well, for everyone that's interested in that, make sure you go check that out. Also, make sure you're going and checking out me.com and everything that is going on in this incredible space. NFTs are here to stay. They're not going anywhere. I don't think meme culture is going anywhere anytime soon. And what better way to like get involved at this early stage of the future of where this is headed than right now. So definitely everyone listening, make sure you take a moment and go and check that out. But uh, Johan, I have a couple other questions I definitely want to talk about. You being in the space as long as you have, you have a pretty good perspective on the various ways that crypto markets go up and down and also understanding 
where we are headed into the future. Like, I, I think we're past the proof of concept phase of whether this is going to be here and go away or if this is here to stay. I think it's safe to say it's here to stay and it's just we're, we're building to where we're trying to get to. What are some things that are on your mind or that are on your horizon that has your attention right now that you think other people should be paying attention to? So what is the NFT space, DeFi, you know, anything in the greater crypto blockchain space? Like what are some things that have your attention right now? Uh, good question. I think in general for NFTs, we're seeing like kind of a, like a small bear market. Maybe it'll be deeper, maybe it won't. Hard to say. I personally think the, some of the later NFTs that came out were kind of uninspiring. So likely that will be filtered out a bit. I'm really excited about things like programmable art, for example, like async. That is something I'm very fascinated in. But probably most of all is virtual worlds. There are some very interesting things coming up, both in terms of like land, but also how you interoperate with, with items and, and so on. There's one project called, I won't remember now, one of the virtual worlds that's kind of on the cover still, but that's something I'm very excited about. On the DeFi side, it's very hard to say. I, I like the lending platforms that I feel is a very clear use case. I use them. Other than that, it's very much a, a casino at this stage where some very cool things will, will come out of it. So yeah, overall, very excited about everything that's going on. It's, it's incredible to see. No doubt. And I, I think so with the NFT space where a lot of projects, people with influence just came and made a thing with nothing really long-term to show the real value there. And I think where the uniqueness is where things can kind of be sustained and have value a lot, you know, over time. Some of the biggest entities that I've seen up to this point were people who made memes that other people didn't necessarily know about and said like, this is literally the original. How would you like to do with this? And they all did very well. So again, that's why I think you have something very powerful here, but it's continuing to find those ways to get that mix between both art and then the community with wanting to interact with and, and seeing like actual value with having this item that they can like reuse and, and, and show. And, and just like you said, like even having an original meme piece that you can then take into your virtual world on your virtual land with your virtual house that you can then put on your virtual wall. Like for a lot of people, it, it's kind of mind blowing. And, and I, I couldn't even conceptually think about it until I met one of our past guests, Car Favelle who is works with the central land and he kind of walked through like, here's how you literally can like go do all this stuff. And it blew my mind. So I also think that's another thing that people should be looking out for the virtual worlds and the cross between NFTs being in those virtual worlds. I think that's going to be really cool. Totally. It's, it's amazing. Another thing that you've been in this space for a while, you've probably learned a lot. You probably have taken a lot of information that if you could go and impart wisdom on yourself when you first started, you'd probably be able to get to where you are now a lot faster. So if you could take two or three pieces of information and impart that wisdom to yourself when you first got started in this crypto space, what would you tell yourself? I mean, as a builder or as like an investor or... So there's two different lenses. One as like a, a newbie to crypto. So if you were just getting started and you're like, hey, here are some things to get started. But then on the other lens as a entrepreneur who was imparting wisdom to yourself as you were building this out. New to crypto, I would say just, you know, hang on Twitter all day and try to follow as many interesting people as you can. That's at least how I... How I learned initially. As a builder, I would say, so we kind of did that, but I would say one that's turned out to be very, very true was initially we said the most important thing for us while we are starting up is to have long runway. So instead of trying to get some big pre-product hype initially, 
we said it's better that we save whatever funds, small funds we have and try to make this run as long as possible. So we built all the way from 18 to you know, all the way through the bear market. And now we're able to sort of reap in a bit on that. So that is, that, that's turned out to be a very valuable thing instead of just running out of funds mid until right. you have something. Other than that, it's probably, you know, probably give me but focus even more on community. Just try to get as many people on board as possible and really hang out and, and talk a lot about what you're doing. Because as you, it's more important to have, say, 10 people initially in Discord that understand what you're doing and are interested in being there than, say, having a thousand people on Twitter that just, you know, they kind of think they know what you do, but they don't really. Yeah, definitely keep talking to to your close community members and really try to make them understand and also get feedback from what you're doing if, if it resonates with them. It's so powerful that you just said like 10 core people, like you don't need a ton to get quality feedback and understanding what you're building and building it for them. Because most likely that 10 can represent a larger amount of people that would love your product and, and how to use it. So Sometimes people think like, oh, I need all the cloud. I need all the community and they make it as huge as possible, as quickly as possible without even understanding your product yet or have having it built yet and like understanding corely what people are looking for. And that feedback is very important and powerful. And so I really do appreciate that. And just one fun question I do want to go back to for a second. You just said something that I think is extremely important as an entrepreneur that a lot of people overlook is the idea of having runway, of like having enough time to give yourself the time and space when it's your time that you can hit the ground running and that you're not strapped for cash and stressed out at every uh, waking moment. You know, from building from 2018, basically to now two, two and a half years, three years, depending on, on when that was, but like you were heads down just building for that long. And a lot of people don't recognize that sometimes it takes a while to build, to get it to a place to where you're now ready to release it to the world. Can you kind of just talk through that process of like, of being resilient down through a bear market, but then also just having the vision of like, this is going to work. Like I said, again, you have an initial idea. You try to get a proof of concept out as soon as possible. Unless you're very, very lucky, that proof of concept will not turn out as you want it to. But there is probably something that is good there if you, if you have a good idea. And then what you need to do is you need to find that something and then iterate on that. And so, again, talk to your community. see. What do you guys think about this? Is this what we should keep developing on? And one thing that we've done that's been very successful is we've tried new things in Discord. So before we build new features, we manually try them in Discord. So step one, say we're going to build, and now with the me markets, for example. So what we did first was we used a spreadsheet. So now you can buy these memes. And when you do, we, I, me and my co-founder, we manually put what you wrote in Discord into the spreadsheet. You can go sort of go in there and see, see what you have. And so that we tested a few times. People liked it. Next step was, okay, how can we automate this in Discord? So we built some Discord bots. So now we had an automatic system where people could buy in and out of, of these memes. And then we tested the mechanics around. So we came up with, okay, it's a season structure to determine what are the best memes in a season is probably the best. So we tested things around that. And that allows us to, when we actually start coding, we have some initial idea of, of what is it that people want and, and how will they behave when, when they get it. That we've done, we did it with me markets, we did it with this content curation thing we call the arena. And we've also done it with a few other things. 
that has turned out to be very successful because when we then launched the product, we at least see some decent traction. That said, like looking at our user numbers, you have this, this curve initial and then it goes down and then you just got to make sure that it stays at a slightly higher level than what before you released something. And then you do that over again. And that is a very slow process. Like the flat period is probably 90% of the time and then you get a, a spike and then it goes down and then it's slightly above the last. And yeah, you just got to be there for that and keep iterating to see those numbers grow slowly, but hopefully shortly. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's really important. I really appreciate you breaking that down because I know a lot of people who listen to our show actually entrepreneurs in the crypto space building out some of the projects. And it's just good to be able to hear the resilience, also understanding like the integrations and, and continue just to build. So thank you for spending some time on that and for all the knowledge that you've been able to drop on us today. But as we kind of wrap things up, man, what is a final thought that you want to leave with all the listeners here today? You know, just maybe not a thought, but like, advice again is if you're in it and you want to get it never ever give up it's like you know if you want it then just go for it until you can't until you break and then kill some more because that is what's required an obstacle is just there you know it's somebody put it there so other people won't get over it but as long as you don't give up and get over it then yeah you'll get it for everyone who needed that today a piece of resilience just keep it moving it's gonna work um, if you have a way to keep finding a ways around the obstacles and keep leaning on community, keep finding people who have trying to do the same thing that you've done. And if you're looking at something a million ways and, and for all those, of course, who are listening, we, we do all these shows. Also, if you want to watch them, I'm manually putting up my hand right now. If you're looking straight like this, but then all of a sudden someone can look at it this way, now you see some a new way that you can potentially go after that challenge. So just keep being resilient, keep getting after it. Johan said it best. Just thank you so much for spending time with us, dropping that. What are ways that people can connect with you and learn more about all the things you have going on with meme.com and, and Marble Cards? Uh, so our Discord is definitely the best. We're all very very uh, active in Discord. So that is what I would recommend. And our Discord is on our, our Twitter. Our Twitter is meme exp- at Meme Explorers. You'll find the link there. Excellent. Well, again, Johan, thank you so much for joining us today. And of course, for everyone listening, Stay Cryptocurrent. Hey, Cryptocurrent crew. We want to give a quick shout out to all of our faithful listeners out there. It's been an amazing journey and we really appreciate your support throughout the years as we've been growing as a community. Each episode, we decided that we would start sharing some of the reviews that you were leaving for us. For today, we would like to share this review. For today's review, we're highlighting two separate listeners. First up, we have Robbie RN, who said, great information and I'm already learning a lot. Second, we got Sakels, who said this podcast honestly helped to make crypto so much easier. We sincerely appreciate this review and all reviews and would like to ask that if you're enjoying our show, please take a quick moment to go and leave a review on our podcast so that hopefully we can be highlighting your review next. Simply go to our show notes or go to our website where we have a link where you can share your review today. Hey, everyone. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. For more information on today's episode and all of our episodes, please visit us at www.crypto-current.co. You can also find a link in the show notes. Want to stay up to date in the latest news in cryptocurrency? Sign up for our newsletter today. You'll receive daily emails Monday through Friday that are personalized and curated content specific to you and your interest, powered by artificial intelligence. You can either go to our show notes or go to our website to sign up today. Are you an accredited investor looking to invest in cryptocurrency? Crescent City Capital can help. Go to crescentcitycapital.com for more information. I don't know if you've noticed, but the quality of our podcast each week 
are improving. I can only thank my amazing producer, Andrew DeRitter with DeRitter Productions, who has been putting all of this together. If you have any podcast, music, or audio needs, please go to DeRitterProductions.com. That's D-E-R-I-T-T-E-R Productions.com. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Cryptocurrent with Richard Cargon. We'll be back with more exciting developments from the world of blockchain and cryptocurrency next week. But until then, stay Cryptocurrent. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Cryptocurrent. Just one quick reminder. Cryptocurrent is a cryptocurrency and blockchain education platform that's bridging the gap between the curious newcomers who are just discovering the space and the thought leaders who are shaping its future. All opinions expressed by Richard Carthon, the Cryptocurrent team, and their guests on this show are exclusively their own opinions. You should not treat any opinion expressed by Richard, the team, and their guests as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or to follow his financial advice. This show and any other cryptocurrent production is exclusively for informational purposes.